You're listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Well, it's like when we audit the mod with Mod Advisor and are able to give them the action items that they're going to use to lower their total cost of risk. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. It's going to be a great year in 2022 at Florida Risk Partners now that IPFS is in the game with their total pay strategy, we can write excess and surplus lines and completely remove the agency bill from our agency. People, if you're not using total pay by IPFS, you're definitely leaving money on the table. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Having partners like Mineral only bolsters the fact that your clients do not care about the insurance. It's all of the value that you're able to add. And with partners like Mineral who can help with both HR and environmental health and safety, we can't help but win. This is Power Producer Shop Talk. Production redefined. Are you ready to feel the power? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Power Producers Podcast with another episode of Shop Talk with Clayton Wood from CB Wood Financial in Charlotte, North Carolina. We're going to talk about strategies around cost containment and claims today and specifically how he can look at different types of claims and determine how they can pay those claims cheaper than what your clients might be seeing right now. I can't wait to hear this because it's something I've not really dove into in the past. So, Clayton, let her rip, man. It's all yours. Awesome. Thanks, David. Thanks, Kyle. Glad to be on again. Glad we could help out some of these PNC brokers uh, learn how to help their plans or their clients' plans. And ultimately, if we could show them that there's another strategy out there, that they're the hero. You know, that's what we're trying to do. Make your the PNC broker the hero and, and deliver a ton of savings so they could be stickier. But yeah, today we're going to talk about claims. We're going to talk about how a claim is paid, how it's priced, et cetera, and some of the things that we do to fix that. So right now, you, your clients, your clients' employees, whenever they go to the doctor, whenever they get a prescription, they have a surgery and imaging, they don't know the cost of that claim until afterwards, until they get that EOB. Nobody has any idea. And it's meant to be like that. There has been some laws that have came out for transparency, but nobody's using those. I mean, there are some tech companies that aggregate it, but ultimately, Claims are, are, are so expensive and you can go to one hospital and it could be one price and you go to another hospital, it could be 10 times that price mm-hmm. in the same town. And so what happens is, is how, how are claims really priced is, is what we've really started to look at. If, and a lot of claims are, are based off of the fee-for-service pricing that came from Medicare, okay? So if Medicare pays 100%, let's say a bill is 100%, your commercial insurers, Blue Cross United, Cigna, Aetna, your PPO plans, they pay those rates on average uh, anywhere from 270% to 370% of that claim, really dependent on the state that you're in. So when we step back and look at it, it's like, why are all of us young people paying two to three to four times what older people are paying when they're claiming the most? So it's been this r- ridiculous situation where why isn't everyone just paying the same? 
so what we've done to really fix that, because what we do, we, we don't want to force anybody to do anything. Because then you force an employee, hey, you have to go to this doctor, you have to go to this center, et cetera. That just creates this disgruntled employment. So what we've done is we overlay contracts on top of your typical PPO plan. And what I mean by that is we went to these doctors and we started looking at how are they getting paid for surgeries? Okay. When you look at a surgery bill, 75% of that bill goes to the hospital. 25% goes to the surgeon. So what we did is well, we went to these surgeons and we said, Hey, look, if we can pull you out of the hospital, put you in an independent surgical center, independent surgical center, or an ambulatory surgical center. Can we pay you cheaper? And can we pay you 14 days prior versus waiting 180 days after the surgery? And would you accept 110 to 170% of Medicare? And they started saying yes, all across the board. So by doing this, what we've done is we've just created this network on top of your network of doctors, of surgery centers, imaging centers, et cetera, that we just pay at 100 and really around 150% of Medicare versus the 370% that an employee could pay if they just picked the hospital that they went to. Hmm. It reminds it, me, and, and I'm going to be careful here, how much I talk about this, because I don't want to, I don't want to get too far down a rabbit hole, but I, I took, when I was in graduate school, I took a course on financing health delivery. And the one thing that I took from that course was actually the very first night that the professor stood up, they were a hospital administrator. And I will never forget this. They, and by the way, people, I would never hand this advice out to people on a podcast. I'm simply letting you know why I remember this. But she stood up and she said, I'm going to give you the best piece of advice you've ever gotten. And it will make what you invested in this class worth every penny of it. If you ever have to have major medical work, Simply go to them before you have it. Tell them you don't have the money for it and you need the cheapest rate possible and you're willing to pay cash and you can probably get it for 90% off. Now, mm -hmm. in most cases, in probably almost all cases, our employees are never going to do that, nor should they, right? But I say that because if people are out there thinking, ah, this guy's full of crap. He doesn't know what he's talking about. There's no way they're going to do it. Number one, I can tell you he knows exactly what he's doing. Well, there is no number two, so it is number one only. But I remember, like, this is coming from a hospital administrator that's saying, look, all of these healthcare costs are negotiable if you're willing to um, to have the, the conversation. Most people don't have the time to do that or the know-how. So to have an expert that does it is well worth the cost of doing that. The second thing is, if you don't think this is possible, if any of you have ever not paid a medical bill and had, go had gone to medical collections, what did you ultimately end up paying for that, right? With all of the stuff we had to deal with with my youngest son, Ethan, and all of the filing and the back and forth and everything, we missed some stuff. Not intentionally. We're not deadbeats, but you just... Sometimes a, a carrier will file a claim and it's not covered, and then next thing you know, you're getting billed. And, and by the time everything runs its cycle, they have zero tolerance for it. LabCorp, by the way, absolute worst. They own the collection company and you get like one shot to pay the bill within 37 minutes of having your blood drawn. And then the next thing you know, you're in their collections the next day. But it never you're, you're not you're never settling. I mean, they come out of the box telling you what the settlement offer is. They don't even ask you if you can pay the bill. 
So I think it's really, really important that everybody understands and listens to this because this will help you understand why Clayton and his group have been so successful in doing this. And truthfully, what it kind of reminds me of is what Jess Dantis is doing with Zenjuries on the workers' comp side. You know, that's who manages our claims costs inside of a mobile app is is injuries and they're doing the exact same thing. They just have people who are aggressively monitoring all of this stuff and negotiating on our behalf. Mm-hmm. And it ultimately controls the cost and drives the experience mods down. To your point, a couple things. First off, there's a, someone in our industry, Marshall Allen wrote a book called never pay the first bill. If, if you <laughs> do, exactly, says, I mean, exactly what you're talking about. Negotiate every bill that comes through because they're charging more than they should be charging. They are charging for Tylenol when they need to be, or they're double charging. I mean, medical bill inaccuracies happen all the time. So I would suggest read that book because it's it's such a great understanding of how the claims process uh, is paid in our industry. But also the JAMA Network just did a study, or not just did, but did one. And they looked at, hey, if you paid the cash price, like you said, you're there, you're likely to pay a lot less than commercial pricing. And I don't have the number in front of me, but it studies are done left and right. If you went in and said you paid the cash price, but again, why is that fair? You know, why is that fair that we have insurance, we pay this high premium, and then at the end of the day, we pay claims more than somebody would, then that was at just a cash price. So mm-hmm. It, which is it's just incredible, incredible to me on, on that end. But just yep. to, I guess, just to go a little bit step farther on what we've done is, look, we, we have these contracts. Woohoo. Most, we have our contracts. What we've done is also ag- aggregated with other contracts across the country. So in most states, we have these. I, 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 I don't want to say 50, but in most states, we have them. Uh, typically, we have about 450 procedures in a 60-mile radius of anybody in, in a state. The thought is, is we don't want to force anybody to use these contracts because, you know, you might have a, you might like your surgeon. You might live in the same neighborhood as them. That's not typical that most people do. But if you do and you want to use your doctor, you use your doctor. You pay your regular copays, you pay your regular deductibles. What we've done is we've financially incentivized people to use them because it saves so much money in the background. So we say, hey, look, if you go through our navigation system, you call our nurse navigator, they will schedule the surgery procedure, the imaging for you. And if you allow us to do that, we wipe your copays, your deductibles, any out-of-pocket cost is zero all the way across the board. Because if let's, for example, you go through United Healthcare, and, and this could be any commercial plan, so not just sticking it to them, you can get a knee replacement, it could cost 60 grand. You could go through a contract that costs 20 grand. So if an employee is financially incentivized to use the $20,000 contract, who cares if we wipe their $5,000 deductible to zero because we just saved what's the, the difference there? $35,000 in the background. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the goal is is really those employees that are making 20,000 or 40,000 or what, let's say 30 to 50,000 that health insurance is a huge percentage of their income. I mean, it's a win-win-win for everybody. You're, you're wiping this huge burden off an employee. You're saving money in the background. Doctors are getting paid more and faster than they did before. So it's just this huge win-win solution that we've kind of created for our clients and have been a huge success. That's, um, I mean, it's common sense, honestly, isn't it? It's just mm-hmm. it's so many, it's like everything else. I think that we're in an interesting time in insurance period. And I don't think that it, 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 relegates itself just to PNC 
or benefits in that there's so many moving pieces and parts to everything that happens that really you you need to have a specialist that understands that piece or part that's going to have the biggest impact on you and you know i had a i had a situation where i had referred a piece of business out to someone uh here recently and it did not go well and so i had to get my referral partners on the phone with the person they referred to sort of clear the air right i wanted to make sure number number 1 that my referral partners reputations were not tarnished in any way because they feed me a lot of business and it could be a significant economic impact to the agency and me personally if these guys got pissed and decided they weren't going to send anything to us anymore and so i jumped on the call and um guy was actually really cool had a great conversation and in about 10 minutes into a 15 minute call where we were just trying to clean this up he said i like you man why can't why, why can't you just handle this for me and i told him i said listen i said you know number one don't let me fool you it's my job to be likable i have to do that you know but you know i, I agree i think we could have a lot of fun together but at the same time you know you got to understand I'm only good enough. I, I, I want to be really good at like two or three things. That's it. If I can be the best at two or three things, there is so much opportunity out there for me to be the best at those two or three things that I will bring in more accounts than I could possibly control. I think that applies to this scenario, right? Because so many times we want to be generalists. Like you said, the jack of all trades in everything and that doesn't work. Your clients are getting more and more educated. They can sniff that out a mile away. Find the people that's the expert in the little things that you don't know about. In the areas of coverage that you don't represent every single day. And that ultimately is what's going to drive significant change in your book of business. So I'm telling you that because I could probably go through and get about a 15% close rate on benefits deals, make a little bit of coin, little pocket change. But if I refer it to somebody who's an expert and I set the table the right way, I could close 90% of those deals. And even if I only close 90% of those deals and don't get 100% of the revenue, I still make way more money than I would ever make trying to do it myself. And you save the time. I don't have to have the systems. I don't have to have the knowledge. And I don't have to spend the time doing yeah. it. So that's why that makes all the sense in the world. That's why I've never wanted to bring benefits into the agency. I just don't want to do it because it moves too quick. And so does the other stuff that we do. So I got to pay. I got to figure out which lane I'm going to jump in and I'm just going to stay there. So too many, Clayton. too many plates. Yep. Absolutely. Hey, aloha. Aloha, <laughs> baby. Anyhow. Clayton, good, good session, man. I really think there's a lot of meat there that if everybody listening to this just pays attention, man, what a crazy amount of, of just deals we can drive over the course of this next year. One thing we didn't do on the last episode that we need to do before we let you go on this one is you got to tell them how to get you, man. We didn't mm. throw your contact info out there. Well, that's awful of us not to do that but i mean we're, we're just beauty. We're, we're having too hey, much fun i mean that's we just the beauty did. of editing man i can right. go in and put it in so give me a generic <laughs> one and i'm gonna cut and splice it into the back end of the other <laughs> one too uh 
like David said, my name's Clayton Wood, the company CB Wood Financial. You can find us, find me on LinkedIn. We're all over there. Uh, but they, you can email me, clayton.wood at CB Wood Financial, or call our office, 704-830-6626. I'm a quick responder. I mean, we're, so whenever, however you want to reach out to us, we're, we're definitely here to help. Sweet. Good deal, everybody. He is Clayton Wood. Reach out to him. He will change your life. I promise. He's not a televangelist and he's not selling timeshares, but he can close benefits deals and put money in your pocket. See ya. been listening to power producers shop talk you can follow us at the power producers podcast on facebook and instagram and if you want to take your game to the next level check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com or visit amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book the extra two minutes